Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League a Guru Podcast. I was lucky enough to be joined by the Weekly Rubdown Boys, jumped on their podcast last night and we did a draft review of all of our teams. I dropped mine a little bit earlier this morning. You should go back and have a listen to that one. On this episode, we get stuck into Walker's team, Walker the Weasel, champion fellow with a pretty handy Supercoach draft team heading into the finals for 2022. Not doing too well on the ladder, but personally, I think he can make a big charge in his competition this year. A little bit later this morning, we'll be going through Natty's team as well, a team that's at the top of the ladder, but personally, I think they're going to struggle at the back end. Plenty of beers, banters, and good times. Make sure you are following the weekly rubdown on all of your social medias and subscribe to their podcast. They're putting out some of the very best and most entertaining content in the Super Coach game. All right. Walker, your team's up. Guru, you can lead the charge here. Give it to right, him. I'll, um, no, no, no. I'll, I'll tell, tell you what my team is. Good. Um, Whilst I find no, it, that'll go no, well. No, you sit back. You fucking sit back and you do what you're told here. Guru's leading this. He'll ask you the questions when he wants hey, mate, you to I, say your team. You can say your team. Mate, I didn't. I wasn't afforded that opportunity. <laughs> hey. I, um, I ran the first one. Read what? the run sheet. It goes Guru's team and Natty next to it. Then it says Wooker's team, Guru's, Guru's name next to it. All right. Your okay. t- oh my god! Oh my fucking god! <laughs> Save me! I told me. you. I told you. Save me, Guru. I'll, can I'll you fucking sort this cunt out, Come please? On, tell me what. Tell me what. Oh what. my god! <laughs> what do I write this thing up? Uh, mate, I'm actually having a look at the run sheet that you put in the chat. I think it was the opposite. But anyway, uh, I will lead the charge on Wooker's side. Uh, having a quick look through it now, mate. The first name that stands out to me, Ruben Cotter. Uh, fuck. Weren't we hard on this guy in the preseason? Where, where did you end oh, up drafting right. him? And it was, and it was um, justified. So I drafted him um, uh, this one second. Let's have a look. I can't remember where I drafted him. I Do we know what grade I, the hamstring is? I think it's a grade three. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so he's out for, for an extended period. So I think he's, he's, um, his origin's done, but he's probably looking at like four to six weeks, I think. Oh, so that's shit. going to be difficult to cover. So he's my only hooker. 
Um, that's a kick so, yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a kick in the dick. I actually picked him up off waivers. Um, so he, he was out for the first couple of weeks and someone dropped him and I slipped in. Fucking um, bush so- week over there. How on earth is Ruben Cotter on waivers? Oh, no, there's, some, there's some gold no out there on idea. our waivers, bros. It's so good. Jesus Christ, how good's that? All right. Um, yeah, so I was, I was very happy with that. Mate, the uh, next name that stands out to me, Joey Tapanay. What a five weeks. Unbelievable. He's been a big part of my uh, push in the Classic Comp this year. You must be fucking stoked with how he's going. Look, I I, I drafted him last season as well. And, look, he's definitely one of the guys I thought he was going to go gangbusters. But the sticky rotation in the in the forwards always always comes to um to Tapano's end. And look, this year he's picked and sticked, and him and Papali have just gone fucking gangbusters. Then you got Horsburgh as well, and and you got a few others in there that are that are really putting in some good work. Um, but the back row is where the um, there's been a heavy rotation. So the forwards have actually the front row forwards have been quite um, quite good, and Tapane has just been. It's been an absolute force down there. Mate, where, where, where are you coming um, on the ladder at the moment? Oh, seventh. So I've, I've had about like three or four weeks where I've, I've lost games and I've started to have a bit of a slide because I've had a few injuries. But, um, yeah, still still fit, going fairly well um, points-wise, points scored, coming like <laughs> That old chestnut, eh? Third, 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 third. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Oh, God. Ding, 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 no, ding, no, ding. No, no, there no. It is. Love Look, it. Guru brought it up when he was explaining his team, but um, <laughs> but I haven't I haven't fully hit the skids. Put it that way, mate. You mentioned uh, uh, Sticky's rotation. <laughs> Fuck, I feel sorry for any poor bastard in a draft comp that's got two Canberra Raider front row forwards or two forwards in general. But <laughs> Tapanay's been a weapon, and mate, Corey Horsburgh, he has come from the clouds over the last few weeks. I've been very impressed with him. He's another mm. one that was part of our front row forward roulette in my comp a couple of weeks ago and I'm not sure who ended up with him but I know that I picked him up twice and dropped him um, <laughs> just trying to work out what Ricky Stewart's doing you must be stoked with how that's playing out yeah it's, it's been playing out quite well and look he doesn't even he doesn't even need to start to, to get a decent score um, and Sticky usually if he's playing well he'll leave him out there for an extended period so yeah very happy with how he's how he's turned out and mate he brings a bit of mongrel you gotta love the blood nuts Angus Crichton, Colum and Tungy, uh, two pretty handy back rowers. I would say that, uh, you know, both averaging pretty smack on 60 points. I would say Angus uh, has probably been a little bit underwhelming. Would that be fair? Oh, absolutely. I picked him up in a in a bet a couple of weeks ago, a player bet. So, yeah, I'm hoping that he's um, he's starting to turn things around in the last, last few weeks. So hopefully that just goes from strength to strength. Colum and Tungy... I had high hopes for him this season. I, I thought he was going to be 65 to 70 average. Um, hasn't really, at the start of the season, he was living up to it, but it's kind of um, dropped away in the same way that the, the um, South's team has just dropped away in, in title. So, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Bunnies, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. tough watch. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, in saying that, mate, like his base, <laughs> his base has been a lot better than what I anticipated, but... You really do need tries for him, him to go. He needs that he well. needs the attacking stats big time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that's why, like on the bench, I've got um, Tohu Harris um, just to just to cover him. Uh, let, let's talk about Tohu. I know the guy that has him in my comp. Uh, he's been talking about him a lot over the last few weeks. Was so excited to see him return. I've been watching him very closely. 
um, classic-wise and as a, as a potential trade target. Another guy, would it be fair to say, underwhelming in his return so far? Uh, from my perspective, no. Like, I, I always knew that he was going to, for the first, say, six to eight weeks, he's just going to be building match fitness. So he's he's not going to be getting the PPM up there that we're used to seeing. And especially when he's shifting across the edge where he was playing lock um, last season and the season before, like, his base isn't going to be up, up to up to where it was, but I was hoping for a bit more attacking stats, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. He just doesn't – even when I watch him, and I understand you make a good point, he's, he's building match fitness. Uh, I don't know. He just doesn't look like the same bloke to me as at the moment. But hopefully he builds it back up. I'll tell you what, boys. Mm. Obviously, I spend so much time looking at 14 <laughs> Ancoms. Fuck, it's hard to pick you guys apart with these teams. I would give my right nut to have one of these teams in my comp. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is good. It does make it, well. That's why we love it because everyone's got yeah. good teams. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, let's move to the halfback DCE. I cannot believe he is averaging sixty-five points. I cannot fucking believe it. I look at him some weeks and I'm like, his kicking game's looking really good. But outside of that, I ne- I've never really thought. Fuck, DCE's having a really good season. Sixty-five at mm. halfback. Where did you draft him? And that's and that's the thing that hurts. Like he was he was my second pick. Ooh, um, yeah, right. So that was that was that was a big pickup for me. And I thought, look, Turbo, he's in for a big season. He's a year year out from um, from doing that hemi, and like, and then he does the fucking shoulder. Um, look, that that was kind of the death the death knell for the um, the seventy five to eighty point average. I thought DC could get up to. Um, I'm stoked with the 65 that I've got from him, though. Um, realistically, it's it's not even a pass mark. It's it's a pretty big fail on that one. But you, you, I didn't know that coming in. Obviously. Well, he's heavily linked to Turbo. That was the oh, thing. It, and, no, exactly. And, and everyone I, I knew, knew that, it. I knew that walking yeah. in. Yeah. I knew that walking in. Mate, um, I, I mean, in saying that, when I look at his scores, like, fuck, what? He's gone below 50 once. Mm. Like, uh, I, 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 obviously, he's rather a high-ceiling guy, but... To, to be averaging 65 as a halfback and he's only gone, what, above 75 twice? It's pretty fucking yeah. impressive. No, and look, in the type of league that we're, that we're in, we're really looking at the high ceiling sort of guys. And he's, without two of them on the team, he just doesn't really provide that. Yeah, um, yeah he's steady and stuff like that, but he's not really going to be my other captaincy option. So... Yeah, that one's that one's hurt me a few times, and I've actually lost a few games having him as captain in the back end of the round. I, I hate picks like this where they're not bad picks because they score well, they they score consistently, but based on where you pick them, they become yeah. bad picks. They're so fucking frustrating in Supercase, similar to me with um with Katoni Stags. Yeah. Um, where where are we going from here? Well, mate, I was just going to go to Dylan Brown, your 5'8". Uh, oh, mate. He's, he's one of the success stories. We, 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 The three of us spoke in the preseason. I feel like we were all on the same board that... Value. There's a good super coach yeah. player in there, but it's just a matter of when we're going to see it. Uh, and I, I personally, I didn't really think it was going to be this year. I thought it was a few years away based on his form last season. But mate, I'm, I'm not sure where you got him, but a 72-point average... For a 5'8", is just incredible. And deal, you know the best thing about Dillbags is he's fucking good to watch. I love Supercoach oh, players that every, score well. Every week. Yeah, every but they're enjoyable is, to watch. Oh. Like, like, as much as DCE, you know, a 65 average is good, I can't fucking stand to watch him. He shits me to no. tears. Dylan no. Brown is a pleasure. 
And I, I don't know what's worse, watching DC play or, or listening to him in an interview. Um, yeah, look, Dillbags is awesome to watch and I, I love what he greens. And, um, yeah, I, I've got him pick 70. Um, so for us, it's round six. So I, I, I was a believer, put it that way. And, look, the thing about Dill Dillbags is, like, I, I can't remember the stats, but I think in the last two years he was, like, getting four assists or, or something like that a year. For the, for the whole season, yeah. Yeah, and he's got, like, eight this season. He's got six or seven tries. Like, he's just mm. more involved. He's um, running the ball more often, and you can yep. see the confidence in him. Um, and, yeah, if you, I, I think if he hadn't have had the, um, the ankle problem that he's had over the last few weeks, he would have gone even better. And that's this is my favourite player of yours, so far is is still Dill Brown. Not only does he have that upside, you know, he scored oh, one, two, three hundred plus scores. But Parramatta have a really sexy Supercoach um, finals run, especially in round twenty three and twenty four. They've got uh, the Dogs, and then round twenty four, which will be our grand final. They've got the Broncos first up, so he, he's a um, good VC option there. So I love Dill Brown in your side, bro. That's a good one. Yeah, mate. We we go from for, for me the ceilings to the floors of your team, and Jesse Raymond. He's a good player, but <laughs> fuck, he shits me to watch. There's just there, he should be such a weapon in Supercoach. In saying that, fifty six, it's a good knock, but I'll, I'll, I'll take it. You'll take yeah, it. I was expecting more. Yeah, it's actually higher than what I thought it was going to be. To be honest, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm the same. But I think he's one of those guys that if you draft him. You believe in him, and you and you like you know there is a sixty-five point guy in there on his best season with how damaging he is. Uh, so fifty-six, you'll take it, mate. But I, I do have a look at his run home: Tigers, Manly, Bulldogs, Knights. I mean, he like could go the, the from. Sharks have such a good run home. Oh, it's, mate, it's, it's unreal. So yeah, and yeah. he, you know, if I was playing you, just you know, this coming weekend, I, I feel like I wouldn't even look at Jesse Raymond. But when I look at the final series, I go fuck. If he has a good month there, he could be anything for you. Um, Taylor May, we spoke about him a lot in the preseason. Uh, I don't know. Did did you draft him or, or did you pick him up off the waiver wire? No, it's a, it's another another bet win player yeah, that right. win. So um, a lot of the, a lot of the good players I've actually Wooker, won, so. Wooker has been quietly, and I said this the other day to one of the boys. <laughs> he's been quietly winning bets, not saying anything about it. He just picks. You just go fuck. What's happened here? Oh, he's picked this kind of. What's when did that happen? Like just going quietly about his business, and then all of a sudden you look at his team and you go, when did he get all these fucking players? He, yeah. he probably keeps trying to say it, but you, you never give him a fucking chance to talk. And I never well, will. Hey, oh, and, and, and well, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But if uh, I let you talk for too long, it's just a fucking snore fest. We know this, mate. Yeah. We know this. Well, one of, one of the kicks in the dick for me was I actually dropped um, Kata, um, Katoa to pick up Ramian. Um, so oh, that was, that was a bit of a bit of a – yeah, it wasn't the best of moves. Um, but, yeah, um, here we are. <laughs> but, mate, fuck. Taylor May, I mean, he has just been a revelation mm. out there for the Pendant yeah, Panthers. Um, I'll, I'll be declaring, you know, is Taylor May, is he, has he got the best real estate in Supercoach? Without without doubt. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Fuck. Um, and, look, when you got a, when you got a guy that you played through juniors with, uh, well, resis and stuff with, and you've got such a good combo, oh, having, having Tago inside him is just – there's a reason why they've been able to push both um, Crichton and um, and um, Toto, Toto to the other side. There's a few things that go in Talamay's favour for this year, especially 
he plays on the left. Left attacks this year, they're oh, just weird, so much it? more dominant than right attacks. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, the stats are just mind-blowing. Yes, he plays for the best team in the comp also. Like, when Rando and I do the Chase Your Losses podcast and we break down the stats for try scorers, Taylor May is at the top of the list every single fucking week. So when you've got a winger in your side that's going to be scoring a try every week, you're cruising, baby. Well, I was having a look at his... Um at the betting odds last week, he actually he snuck into the dollar thirties last week. A dollar thirty seven he was for an anytime try scorer. Um, Mental, very fucking rare, very rare territory there. Just having a look through his super coach scores, mate. His lowest score this season is thirty nine. That is incredible. Ludicrous, crazy, ludicrous. And guess who the Panthers play in round twenty four, which is our grand final. Who have the they got? Warrior. The Warriors. Yeah. Huge. That's trouble. That is huge. That is trouble. Just, I was having a look at the Panthers. Isn't it interesting? Like, I remember sitting there on draft day going, fuck, Nathan Cleary's the guy I want. They play the Cowboys round 25 in our comp. I know. know. (laughs) Now I'm sitting there going, fuck, if I'm playing the comp with Nathan Cleary, I'm actually feeling all right, eh? Tell me about it. I I thought, uh, you know, the Bunnies had a fantastic run, you know, playing the Cowboys in round 24. Uh Uh-oh, now I'm Top three defensive team. I think they're they're number one. I think the Cowboys are number one at the moment. It's crazy. I mean, mate, mate, all all things considered, that that Panthers draw, like, yes, they play Melbourne week one, but it's at Penrith. Then they play South Sydney. Then they play the Warriors at Penrith. They've had the the wood over the storm for a few seasons now. Yeah, and, mate, especially at Penrith, I'm mm. going to back him in to win that. Yeah, 100%. for sure. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you just back Panthers in to win the rest of the season, to be honest, all the way up through the grand final and they'll be premiers again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to be very hard to beat. Mate, let's move to your fullback, James Tedesco. Uh, Teddy, he's averaging 74 points still this season. Uh, I feel like it hasn't been his greatest season. The Roosters, they've been no. a little bit out of sorts, but he just, he just collects points left, right and centre, doesn't he? I mean... Any form of broken play, he'll pick you up. Three and four, tackle breaks, he'll take a heap of hit-ups. Um, he's the absolute king of taking the fourth tackle hit-up. He always gets about six points every fourth tackle. He'll take a hit-up, he'll have a tackle break here and there. Um, I imagine you drafted him, pick number one. And Teddy, he's done well, but I feel like he's got a lot more to offer. I think he's scored, what, 200 so far this year? It'd be yeah. odd to see Teddy get through a supercoach season without 400. So I reckon he's got another at least two up his sleeve in the back end. And I look at the Tigers, round 23, and I look at the South Sydney Rabbitohs, round 25 as games where I think Teddy could really explode. Oh, absolutely. And um, sandwiched in between that, oh, you got the, the Storm. So that, that's that's a bit of a tough one because that'll be our, our grand final. So Ooh, yeah. um, I, I don't know where that, that that game falls in the round. But yeah, he'll probably be a VC that, that round, I think. Yeah. Isn't it funny? That's, like that's Teddy could be could be a real headache for you in the finals. In that you don't know whether he's going to go 120 plus or if he's going to go below 60. Yeah, and and look, he, this is one of the first seasons where he has dropped a few absolute eggs on me. Um, so round one, 32 points. Um, round five against the Broncos, who, who, like at the start of the season, I thought, yeah, we'll, we'll dump an absolute ton on me, um, ended up being 28 points. Mm. And then he's got a lot of scores under under 60 as well, which I wasn't in, I wasn't expecting. So, yeah, it's been a bit underwhelming, if I'm honest. Um, but, look, I think 
I think the Roosters have to have to start winning games if they're going to be making the finals. They've got a tough run coming up, but um, yeah, I think it's going to be all hands on deck for them. So I think that they're going to be fucking well drilled and they're going to be ready for it. I think the other then, thing about Teddy is that, and I call them Easter players, uh, he's obviously a guy that he normally tends to start slow. Uh, he's a mm. guy that sort of any rounds before Easter, I sort of don't look at since then, as it tends to be most seasons with James Tedesco. He's tending to find, you know, he's scoring better. I mean, over you know, the last two weeks, he had 50s. That's obviously due during the origin period. But before that, you're looking at 76, 94, 120, 62, 67, 144. Like, that period there when they have got the full mm. team on deck, I, I reckon he's heading in the right direction. The, the thing that's tough for you is that finals run. I mean, if I would have said to you at the start of the season, you'll have Brisbane Cowboys Tigers, you're going fucking beautiful. Yeah, he could average exactly. 150 during that period. All of a sudden, you got Brisbane Cowboys, they've both turned into fucking juggernauts this year. Uh, it, it really, they they flipped the script in so many of these run homes. Yeah, and and to be honest, the Tigers haven't been letting in that many Supercoach points either. So it's mm. not it's not like a, a like a, a given that I'll be getting a decent score from him there anyway. So yeah, um, and form is a is a fickle thing with um, with some teams defensively. So maybe maybe things might change, but by then. Isn't it bizarre with Supercoach this year? Like, you've got so many teams that you looked at the start of the year and went, oh, they're going to be a shit fight. They'll be points. They've all improved. But none of the top teams have really dropped back all that far. Like, like, like South Sydney and the Roosters, they look more appealing now than what they did at the start of the season. But they're, they're, they're still not teams that you're like, oh, beautiful. I play them. I'm going to score a heap of points. You've got mm, the Sharks. Yeah. You've got Canterbury. You've got the Cowboys. You've got the Broncos. All these teams that have jumped up from where they were last year. It, it's going to be brutal in the run home. The one, the one big anomaly for me is the Eels. Yeah, they're a fantastic attacking team, but fuck me, they concede <laughs> some super coach points. Oh, like God, they're yeah. actually a team you want to be playing in super coach each week. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be looking at the Eels and going, "Oh, this is a tough game." No, it's actually a really easy game. Yeah, super coach wise for sure. Super coach wise, yeah. But then, like, I, there's, there's even going to be weeks where, like, I, I play the Eels and I'm like, "Fuck." I know what they're capable of, you know? Like, I'd still be... I wouldn't be confident putting a VC or a captain against the Parramatta Eels because I know what they're capable of and that they can show up. You know what I mean? No, you should be. You should be confident in VC. And, like, they might win the game, but they'll concede a truckload of super coach points. Oh, fuck, it's bold. I think I think they're... What are they, Walker? Are they the third highest? Uh, they're in the I think it's... Uh, I'll open up the form guide. It's it. something ridiculous. Like they're like the fourth highest scoring super coach team, and like the third in conceding points. It's yeah. something weird like that where you're just like, wow, what a second weird. second in form for scoring points and conceding their fourth. Just worst. a weird team. Yeah, it's, a, it's, weird. it's a it's an odd one, isn't it? What a weird team! What a weird team! And that's just based over the last six rounds. Yeah. So yeah. just goes to show. All right, so when I have a look at your bench, we've already spoken about Torhu. Uh, Katoni Sags, I, you know, we spoke about him with my team. I assume a, you feel the same. He's just been yeah. underwhelming. It is what it is yep. with Katoni. Um, mate, Ezra, man, this is one that I, like, I've obviously been aware of Ezra for quite some time. I didn't get him in my comp, and I was pretty filthy on myself. You must be absolutely stoked that you've picked this guy up. As much as, you know, he will probably have his 30s in him, there's going to be games oh. where he's going to go 120 this year, and I, I reckon he could he could be a huge point of difference come finals time. And look, he covers both both halves positions, yeah, and huge. and that's that's been that's been key for me um, picking him up. So 
look, I, I, and I needed another Bronco as well. So that, that also helped. Um, <laughs> but look, I, I picked him up off waivers um, after the second game. So I was pretty happy with myself being able to get that. And yeah, he's, look, four games in, the injury with Gamble has definitely sorted me out, I think. Um, he's just going to establish himself when um, when Reynolds gets back and they're going to have a pretty good combination, I think. And may you have a look at that finals run home for you guys. Uh, what does he go? Roosters, Newcastle, Melbourne, Parramatta. Um, it, it, you know, if you're as convinced on Parramatta, have, have a Newcastle and Parramatta on the run home. Pretty handy. He does play Melbourne the week before the grand final. Uh, and, you know, we obviously saw him play them on the weekend and he scored a late try to bail him out of a pretty fucking bang average score. But uh, mm. realistically... I think you're only going to play him when it's matchup worthy. Yeah, look, it might be might be one of the things that um, look if my if my front row forwards are going a bit dog shit um, at that time of the season, I might be clearing my clearing my bench yep. and just taking his auto auto emergency. Um, just in in, I'm not going to be using the players the next week anyway, so it yep. doesn't really matter. Mate, a, a guy like Ezra Man, like in my comp, you could never possibly drop him. Is he a guy that you're confident you hold until the end of the season? Until he gets dropped himself, yeah, uh, I'll be keeping him. Yeah, yeah, not so. So if he does get dropped, you know, if he, if if he gets injured for let's say three weeks, do you hold him or do you let him go? I'm not in a position unless something something pops up on the waivers that I'm like I have to get him because um, I don't really think I'll be dropping anyone else. Yeah, um, yeah, he'd be the only one that'd make way if he was injured. And Adam Dewey, he's your last guy, mate. Center wing, 5'8". Obviously coming back uh, from an ACL injury, I believe it was. Came back mm. on the weekend and um, I was out at that game and just watching him when he came on, he was sort of playing a roaming... It wasn't even a really a 13 role. It was like they just told him to get out there and just play footy. Just he really wasn't it, playing yeah. a position, yeah. And I, I like the look of it. Stafford Tower, I believe he got HIA or injured or something along those lines. So he, he got shoved into right center at that point. Uh, but, mate, I thought Dewey was looking... Pretty good for his first game back in those first few minutes, and I love the freedom that they're giving him. We're hearing that Luke Brooks could be dropped. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but uh, my mail is that he's actually not going to be dropped. So you might get a get-out-of-jail card there, Natty. Very lucky. And, mate, if if Dewey's playing six... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. you got to be stoked with that, but... Dewey comes into this time, into this team at a shocking time after Madge has been sacked. They look, they look a little bit defeated to me. The West Tigers. Where are you sitting mm-hmm. on Adam Dewey? Look, I, I got him. I got him in the one of the last picks in the draft, just as a, a roll of the dice. Like I know what he's capable of. Wasn't expecting um, any of the heights that we saw last season or the season before. But yeah, I, I picked him up on the on the hope that yeah he'll, he'll get something around the sixty odd mark. Um, once he starts to hit his straps, hoping that he could potentially um, play in the halves, not at that centre spot. But um, yeah, it's it's a it's an odd one. Um, I'm not. I don't think he'll he'll be playing in the halves. I think if he plays anywhere, it'll be in, in, at centre spot. But buddy, Stafford Tull has been playing quite well. Um, he, he filled in quite well at fullback as well. So he'd be a hard one to drop. So 
Um, I think it, I mean, it'd be Capella, wouldn't it, that he'd, he'd replace. Well, mate, the other right one side. that's uh, closing on on a return is Tommy Talao as well. So mm. they're not going to be short on um, centres and, and wingers out there. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out there. But well, they've, still got, they've still got Gildart as well. Gildart's still there, so. yeah. So yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. I'm actually just having a look. Mate, you... You said that you got him late in your draft. Fucking our comp, he, he went round five. That's how Oof. desperate it is. Oh, what for. shit! Yeah, but that—that's how desperate it is trying to get five eights that you'll but you'll take was, a punt. For, for us, for us, it was just a game of chicken. Who was gonna who was gonna go yeah. first? Yeah. I was never gonna take him. Yeah, I, look, I I had a few punts in in my draft, and yeah, it was just one of them that I, I threw threw a dart, dart board. We'll see how it goes, mate. Yeah. Look. And look, you know I like to give you a stick, but you have a very well-rounded side, and if you can make the finals, you'll be looking very good. Some of your matchups are very juicy, and that's the big thing in our league is yeah. the matchups. But even bigger than that, and this is something that you've struggled with in the past in the finals, is nailing your captaincy. So I think that is going to be your biggest challenge this year: yeah. is nailing that captaincy in big just, it's, games. It's not just that; it's who I who I sit and who I play. That's yeah. that's done me in a few times as yeah. well. Yeah, oh, it's very very choky. You're very very choky. <laughs> Mate, no, I feel got- like Ezra Mam and Katoni Stags. They're going to give you fucking headaches come finals. <laughs> Oh, the biggest headaches, mate. Don't you worry about that. And mate, just 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 one more thing before we move off your side. You obviously said that you, you would start to drop guys, I mean, come finals time. I mean, if you're in that position week one, fuck, it's going to be hard for you to work out who you drop with guys like Dewey, Staggs, Toe Harris not in your side. Oh, uh, that, that, that would be that would be a grand final scenario. Yeah, solely or, or, grand or, final. Or if I'm, if I'm absolutely certain that if I don't do this, if I don't drop players to yeah. get that score off the bench, I lose the round. So the one thing, the one thing about dropping players in our league, especially in the pointy end of the season, Guru, we have a reverse ladder um, scenario for waivers. So if you drop a player, most likely a bloke who's picking them up, you don't have to worry about him. Yeah, he's not making finals. You're not going to. It's not like you're going to meet him in the finals, and that player is going to play you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you you should almost look to uh, see if you can move Stags on. Maybe I mean. I don't think you're going to play him over Ramian come finals time. When, when you look at his run, you could get some good value out of Stags. Yeah, I just I just need to wait for a decent game out of him. Yeah, uh, he's he's in my boat. He Walker is rowing the other oar with me in the boat that no one wants to trade. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Oh, we're, we're, yeah, no, we're in the nobody wants to but, trade boat. Yeah, but no, nobody trades with us unless it's unless it's the only people that you've traded with this season are your brother-in-law and your dad. Yeah, someone <laughs> someone that I can really get in the ear of. <laughs> Have we ever traded? No, we haven't. No, no I would never trade that's with just, you, bro. That's just silly. I would never. That is just silly. It'd just go back and forth. It'd be like me trying to pull yeah. the wool over your eyes and you telling me I'm a fucking idiot. It'd just yeah. waste of our time, both my time and your time. So, yeah. Walk, if you do win this year, why do you win it? Um... Just superior knowledge. Um, no, it keeps his throat clear. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, look, I've got I've got the high ceiling players that I haven't had previously. That's that's literally it. Um, I've I've spent too long either going for duels, going dual flexibility, going for I don't know base players and stuff like that. I've just gone higher ceiling players than I'd normally go um, across in in decent positions. And yeah, 
Our league is the Wild Wild West, though, Guru. Like, there's, it's round 16. There are plenty of bets that will happen between now and yeah. round 20. My te- my Things could change here, drastically. My team that you see here is not what it's going to look like yeah. in the finals. Yeah, like you just don't two. know what's going to happen. Yeah. But if you've got, a, if you've got like a successful team like Walker does, it puts you in a good stead to win more bets. Boys, yeah. I respect you for it, but it gives me anxiety just fucking thinking about it. you got to have big dicks. It's, like, ta- it's taken me a few years floor. to get, get into it. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> tough. <laughs> Um, uh, my my anus is um is quite <laughs> tight at times, so yeah. The worst thing about betting players is once you do it and you get into it, you can't play normal super coach anymore. It actually is a hindrance because it's the it's a high that you just cannot replicate. Yeah, mate. La, la, last thing before we move off your team, what are you going to do with with Ruben Cotter? He's obviously the only hooker you've got. Um, I mean, it's a four, four, you know, I think before you said a four to six week injury, which is all good and well, but you know, that takes us to round 21 or so. If they take their time bringing him back in all of a sudden, you know, he could play limited minutes for the first two to three weeks. They're a guy that they're going to need to play big minutes come finals time. He is a guy that is injury prone throughout his career. I mean, if I had Ruben Cotter, I'd be pretty nervous about him. Is he a guy that you look to move on? You try and trade. You could get some pretty good value out of him to someone you know at the top of the ladder that's cruising. You also don't have a hooker at the moment. What's going to be your play here? Um, so at the moment, for the next few weeks, I'll be taking a, um, taking the AAs um, and just getting a bit more intel on how long he'll be out for. Oh, getting information out of the Cowboys can't fucking wait. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Um, I can hear Wooker's teeth grinding after that question you just asked. He is not happy about it. No, I know. Look, it, 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 if I'm honest, it is something that's been playing on my mind for the last last week or so since he got injured. So, yes, it is um, It is something that I'm considering making moves about. Um, but, yeah, it's I'm either going to have to win a, win a bet or, or make a trade. It's going to be hard-pressed to get someone, um, get someone in that I feel – is a decent replacement for Cotter, but you got to take your lick sometimes. So yeah, I'll be looking around. Natty, mate, I haven't had a look through all the teams in this competition. I really haven't had a good look at your side either, but mate, on paper, I think this is a pretty fucking strong side. I really do think he, he, he can give it a shake this year. He has got one of the stronger sides. We do have a guy in our league that has Payne Haas, Nathan Cleary, and Harry Grant. I, in my opinion, he's one of the, the danger, the danger teams, but yeah, Wooker's up there. Oh, um, Simos. Yeah, yeah Simo, Simo's yeah, team yeah. is Simo, very, very Simo's dangerous. got a very strong team. I'm going to back Walker in to make a grand final. I hope he does. I hope I meet him there. I'll be supremely confident then. That would be so good. Like I mean, like I said, I've got runs on the board. Paul Walker, he's got he's got a great history for doing <laughs> nothing in finals. But you just remember that you had the history as well before you won your first, so... Well, it's a first Before time he won? I'll give you there that. Is, there is, there is, there is. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.